Good morning, PML. It is your boy, Is Nefarious here. I'm here for the breakfast show. I got a breakfast crew member. I got Wumi in the building. Wumi, say hello to the people. Yo, what's up, PML? How you doing? Good to be back. Always good to be back. Yeah, it's nice to have you back. Um, we also have very uh, two very special guests with us. We got uh, Q in the building. Q, say what's up to the people. What to do with PML? It's your boy, Q. Then we also have your main man, drama man. Drama, say what's up to the people. PML, y'all know what it is, your main man, drama man in the building, man. This time with the breakfast crew, you know what I'm saying? Start of the week one of the new season. Let's get to it. Now, drama, you uh, just joined the league. You know, I think it's a good sport for the league. I, I mentioned that. I think a few people mentioned it as well. I know it was going to be um, – at one point, JT was really thinking about giving LQ the shot. But uh, I'm glad that he kind of did the play-in tournament and then – you were able to come out on top and get get into the league. Um, you know, you get at that Texas team, you make all these moves, you trade to pick two uh, with me. Um, I was just looking for somebody to trade down with because I had players in mind that I wanted. What what what, what was the whole thought process? When I uh, went to you about trading for pick two, was that something like, did that spark something as far as, oh, I could get pick two and then I could flop it for these players? Like, what happened there with the Texas that you were like, oh, pick two is is the thing that, you know, helped me get this team ready to go. Well, if, well, you could really retrace my thought process if y'all just go take a look at all the content I produced leading up to the draft. When I first took over the team, um, I was really dejected about the roster and the condition that it was in. You could tell that there had nothing that had been done for the whole first season. And so, like I stated before, the thought of having a, you know, basically play catch up for a whole season behind everybody just really didn't sit well with me. You know what I'm saying? My, you know, my philosophy is, you know, I'm here to win. I'm not just here to have fun and have a good time. I'm here to do it big. And so with that roster, it wasn't going to be no doing it big. It was going to be a whole lot of doing it very small. You know what I'm saying? Short shriveled and hanging to the left. And that ain't how I roll. You feel what I'm saying? Um, so <laughs> I knew I had to do something. I had that's just be let's be uh transparent here. I had pick seven and I had pick twenty. Pick seven wasn't gonna get me a quarterback. You know what I'm saying? Um well, I mean what am I gonna do? Draft the offensive lineman. I don't need wide receivers, I don't need a running back, you know what I'm saying? Like I need splash players, I need players that keep positions and so um I was just really scratching my head about what I was going to do. Like I said, pick seven, pick 20. There was nothing really appealing uh, to me. Um, I was honestly going to look to trade those picks for players, but then you came knocking up with the idea of, you know, me being able to trade up to number two. And so I figured that at least with number two, I would be able to solve my quarterback problem. So when I made the trade, I was just thinking, okay, boom, I'm at, I'm at pick two now. But then I'm looking at the rest of my picks, and I only have one in the first round, which is another thing that bothered me because the user that I know at the start of the season, Houston had three first-round picks, but one of them were traded in season for Jonathan Jones, the cornerback. But Jonathan Jones wasn't even re-signed, and then he wouldn't re-sign to me in free agency. So I'm in free agency. I got I wasn't even able to participate in the first week of free agency because I was busy trying to re-sign players that I should have already had on my team. 
So all the big splash players like, you know, Rodney Hudson, the center, Levante David, I missed out on the opportunity to get all those guys because I was stuck looking, trying to get Jonathan Jones to resign and OJ Howard and Grugier Hill and Blake Cashman. So I was really in a bad spot, man. With with free agency, I wasn't able to make a splash with any of those big time players. Um, and so that's when I began to look at what I could do with for pick two. I realized how coveted one of those top three quarterbacks were. And so I started on a hunt to try and find, you know, who was going to be able to make a deal that would satisfy me uh, with that second pick. And then, you know, through my searches, and you can ask a lot of guys. Um, I hit a lot of people up about pick two. Um, Dolphins was one of them. Dolphins was sitting at five and six. I was trying to get five and six from the Dolphins. I want to be able to, you know, get myself more capital to be able to get some better pieces. Um, but nobody was wanting to make a deal with me until uh, the Saints, you know. They took the Saints. Go ahead. I was going to say, the Saints came watching it. Uh, but I'm the one that took advantage of problem and uh, grabbed pick. Uh, I grabbed a second-round pick, the Browns pick, and I grabbed a third-round pick. It was So it was OBJ and Jonathan Jones for a second and a third. So you ended up getting all three of the Houston Texans picks. Is that what you're telling me? I only got two. So one second, one third. That's all I got. As far as the other picks, I think he tried to trade it for Jonathan Ward with the 49ers. I don't know if that ever went through. Um, but that was another trade. Now, you can't, when you came in, you were talking about free agency. You weren't able to re-sign these players. Um, I think everybody in this room, everybody on the podcast, could, could say the writing was on the wall with problems. I think at week 12, was it week 12? When were you ready to come back and uh, when it was, what PML week? Do you remember when you had your PS5 and you were ready to come back? What PML um, week that was? It had to be right at the start of playoffs because I don't even remember any, I, I know I didn't watch any of any of the um, season games. I didn't get to see a PML game until the playoffs. So, um, and I, I wasn't watching any of the games prior to me getting my PS5. So I think I had started discussing with JT me coming back about a week before I actually got my PS5. So when I got the PS5, it was only a couple of days before the tournament came around and I was able to jump in there and participate and get my spot. So, yeah, um, I don't know what the situation was, what problem or what the Texans, but I'm glad that of all the teams that became available, um, I'm glad I was able to get in and snatch the Texans up, man, because I'm really happy with what my roster is right now. Yeah, it's a, it's a, it's pr pretty much a roster that you could scrap and rebuild, you know, easily without any, any real thought to it, because it's not like you got anybody to really hold on to. Um, yeah, but yeah. I, I, I think it would have been better, more beneficial to have that tournament, try to get it done, and then get you in before uh, the end of the season, even if it was playoffs. Because uh, the writing was on a wall with problem, he didn't, and then he didn't show up to his wild card game, and then you know the rest is history. And then you end up uh, coming in right, right at free agency. Was it? Was it right at free agency? Oh, right at free day. agency. It was. It was no. It was yeah. right at um, free agency because I didn't even get to do anything with the resign stage, so I wasn't in the league until after the resign stage. So he gives you. He gives you, but we he ended up giving you that one week to resign five guys, correct? Because you can only. Uh, Offer five guys contracts. That's another thing. Yeah, it, it it messed me up because there was more than five guys that got released off my roster. But yeah. having to re-sign those five guys meant I missed out on all the big big time free agents that I could have signed because my money was tied up. So just after being handicapped in all those different ways, you know, the draft was really my only opportunity 
to improve my team during the offseason. And so that's why I figured, man, I could stay here at number two and get a quarterback, yeah. But then what about the issues on my offensive line? What about all the holes on my defense? Um, so, yeah, man, we went to Willing and Dillon. We used up all that draft capital. I was able to get me a defensive end from the Bengals. I was able to snatch up um, – I got a superstar extractor corner from the Saints along with Jameis Winston and uh, Alvin Kamara and uh, Cesar Ruiz, right guard. Um, I got, got a couple, couple late pieces in the free agency, some secondary guys, some veterans, and then I was able to make a trade – uh, to the 49ers for Debo Samuel using some future picks. So I think we utilized all of the draft capital we had uh, with minimal detriment to my actual roster. We really just added pieces over the offseason, man. Now, now looking at uh, the trades, we all were on board and we all, you know, tipped the cap for the Alvin Kamara. It was a, a perfect fit for both of you. You had the cap space and you needed the players. Uh, you, you needed more uh, players than you needed that one pick. So you got those those players. Now, looking at the Debo trade, you gave up the Browns' first-round pick. Now, that's vet with the Browns' first-round pick, who, who's probably a top-10 pick at the minimum, maybe a top-5 pick, depending on how the season goes. I don't know what kind of schedule he's got. But you gave up the Browns. You gave yourself, and obviously you have confidence in yourself that that will be a late-round pick. And uh, you gave it up to Ant who has his own pick, which will also be it. So Ann's going to have two top 10 picks, and he gave up Debo Sammy, who's, what, 28 at this time, X-Factor? Do you think that that was a little much for Debo now looking at it, or do you think, you know, it is what it is, and you're just beating him at that play? No, I mean, I think it's up to me to make it to make the, make the deal worthwhile, but I'm definitely – uh, excited about where Debo fits in my offense and what it is I'm going to be able to do with him. Um, I don't think at neither of those first two picks would I have been able to find a player like Debo in the draft. And so, um, yeah, I mean, make no mistakes about it. I gave up a lot. I, I, I gave up the entire – I wagered the future of my roster really on all these players that I acquired. But it's up to me to make sure that I don't regret it. And so I just have to uh, get in the lab which is where I've been and, you know, just trying to find ways to utilize these players to the best of their abilities. But I will take superstar X factors uh, over draft picks every day of the week. Who's uh, out of all those guys you've acquired, how many of them are up at the end of the season? I know I'm, I'm sure somebody, I, somebody mentioned that Alvin Kamara is up at the end of the season. Is Debo up? Are those both guys you're going to have to resign at the end of the season? No, Kamara Kamara's not up for two years. Debo's mm-hmm. not up for three years. Um, yeah, I know Hendrickson's on his last year, so I gotta re-sign Hendrickson. Um I know I think either O no no, I think both OBJ and Cooks are on the books for a couple more seasons. So yeah, now nah, we good to go, bro. Like, um I think I don't know if no Ruiz doesn't need to still doesn't need to be re signed. I don't uh uh I think the uh, cornerback Adebo needs to be re-signed, but we good. But I have expiring contracts coming off the books. Like, I got Desmond King. I got Steven Nelson at the end of the season. I got a bunch of the veterans I signed in free agency. Like, I'm good to go, bro. We're going to have we're gonna have room to maneuver and, you know, make shake things up in free agency if we need to after the season's over. Yeah, and uh, I'm going to get back to the, the Texas in a second. D-Lord, are you with us? 
I mean, I'm, I'm driving. I just I just checked my messages. I'm driving, I, and I, did. I just checked them. All right. What, uh, me, so, so we got. <laughs> Were you with us, Deloitte? Yeah, yeah, I'm here. All right. So perfect. We got yeah, the police looking for you, Deloitte. They said you beat somebody ass last night. What happened? Nah, it looked worse than it was, bro. It looked worse than it was, bro. You guys. That it was a game until the third quarter. So I'm trying to tell you. I watched that man throw, throw three touchdown passes to Isaiah Simmons. You're not gonna say it. And zero to my own guys. Dude, dude, I had I had like a serious instance of like deja vu because it like it it, it looked like the same exact play where Isaiah Simmons had had receiving touchdowns. So I, mean, I, I could not get the ball over. Yeah, yeah. Aaron, say hello. I know it was a rough night for you, but say hello to the people. Yeah, man. Rough night. Lost forty points on that draft debacle, and um, yeah, I got my teeth kicked in by Deloitte. But what's up, everybody? So, um, A-Rod already talked about the trades. Um, before we move on to, uh, you know, other things, how do you feel about the trades that uh, Drama came in and made? He kind of gave his point of view on it. Um, Deloitte, Q, and Wemmy, I'd like to get your point of view on it. How do you feel about those I trades think that he made? Yeah, the picture's a little more clear now that that draft pick was a superstar. And um, I think that would have been a little more vital to his rebuild rather than a 29-year-old Kamara, who, you know, we've been talking about this. Who's going to be a free agent? Who's going to want money or going to regress? Nothing. Nothing good's going to come out of that. I so think he's got two years. Uh, so he just took yeah, he's got two years, so he won't have to resign. Well, he's, paying, he's paying. He's paying the man for two years, and at twenty nine yeah. going on thirty, I mean, I don't see him getting any better. I think that now that now that everything's laid out, I think that franchise quarterback would have been a little bit more of the play for him. But I mean, if he's happy with Winston, I actually yeah. like the moves for season two and three. But you gotta win, like you know what I mean. Like, like you, you know, I took a step drastic, back the other day. The, the team you, is you drastically the better to me. You look at all the contending teams in those championship games, and they all had a superstar or X factor quarterback, and it's the common denominator. And there's there's no avoiding it. Uh, all of them. I, I think all you can win without a X factor. Every, 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 every single quarterback. Wemmy was in uh, a champion game without one. Uh, <laughs> okay, well, the exception of uh, who'd you have? Who you hold out there? Man, Hype Jordan Love. Hype Mike was in the playoffs with Jordan Love. Like, what are you even talking about, dude? I'm talking about the conference. Hype Mike didn't make it to the conference. What's up, Drama? What's up with you? So, I think, like I was saying, I think for Drama, his team got better. You just got to win season two or three. Because season four yeah, or five, like, now. he mortgaged the future. Like, that, that shit's a wrap. So, you got to, like, ball in, in these games and hope progression don't, don't hit hard. Um, but to come in and win now, it shows confidence, and you just got to win. So, like, I like the move if that's the mentality. Like, you better go out here and ball. Yeah, but that you know quarterback I mean? is still a win now move, getting that franchise quarterback. Yeah, but I, I mean, it depends on how you play. Like, to me, bro, like, I don't care. It don't matter. Like, yeah, like, all you're going to get is a, a stupid ability half the time. So, it's like, it don't even matter, bro. Just go into a solid quarterback, get the pieces around him. And the way drama play, drama ain't coming out here slinging the ball 40 times a game anyway. So, yeah, I mean, yeah. like, the the way he played, bro, he don't need the quarterback. He need the other players around them. But, he like, he traded so much away for them. Like I said, he has to figure it out, like, pretty well, quick. We talked about this yesterday. He's he's all in, you know. He, yeah. It's all in. Every, his whole future on, on I mean, the draft capital is gone. So, 
how do you feel about the 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 second trade? Uh, I think everybody had, agrees oh, on the one, first trade. The second uh, trade that he gave up two uh, two first round picks, one potentially being top five, um, you know, based on a user. How do you feel about that? How old is Samuel now? Isn't he like twenty eight? How old is he? Uh, Debo twenty eight. He's twenty seven, right? With, or is he twenty eight? With three years left on his deal. Twenty seven. I mean, we, we spoke about this yesterday. This whole market for receivers, I just don't value. Like the more trade, and I guess the same thing with this one. I, I don't believe in giving up a first. Or wide receiver. Shout out because I, mean, I thought he was crazy when he was trying to get. I thought he was crazy trying to get one first round pick for Debo. And then this, <laughs> well, you got the, the trade committee set the market. <laughs> when, when I saw the end, I was like, "Boy, you crazy, bro!" <laughs> Shout out I was like, "Bro, he old as fuck, bro. Ain't nobody doing this shit." What was it, I think Debo will last for the cycle. I don't think he'll regress. I think he'll still have a solid receiver by season five. I agree. I mean, receivers ain't going to regress at like 21-9, maybe. I mean, yeah, D-Hop's like, like 31, 29, and he got X-Factor after the yeah, season. I'm a, yeah. a superstar after the season. So, <laughs> like, what it's move, possible, what bro. Move was when, the, when, the kick, when they're doing the onside kick, and he's like, Where's my bitch? Where's my bitch? Oh, there's my bitch. That's that's kind of what Ant Dog did. He kind of scanned the field. He's like, where's my guy? Where's my guy? Oh, there he I mean, is. Look, it works out for both. Just because, like, that Texans team sucked. Who they had before? Just Brandon Cooks, right? And Nico Collins? No, he has Here's the what? thing. I think, I think Drama's seen the level of competition right now in the AFC, and I think he sees that it's wide open, and I guess he sees blood, and he's, he's going for that kill right now. And I understand what he's doing. He's putting himself in a situation where he can win now, but uh, I just I don't know. If he doesn't win now like we spoke about yesterday, then this is all for nothing. Yeah, I think, I, I think it was kind of – I said it last night. I think it was a bad idea on Drama's part. I think he put the team together well, but the pieces he got – he could have just got youth in, the, in those same places and still could have got X factors yeah. and guys he could have built up. So it, it, he kind of j- jumped the gun, especially since I don't think drama right now is like uh, super accustomed to playing on next gen because he's been playing on PS4 a while and it's a different game. So I would have saw him like to see him take the young guys, get used to it. And then he had the future for three, four and five to kind of, you know, make Super Bowl runs. But so now you, you put yourself in a position where you have to win these next two years because there's no future on that Houston, Texas team. And I promise you're not going to be able to get rid of Kamara and Debo for what you pay for them <laughs> by the time it's all over. Oh, but what, what he paying, paid why, for Debo, he could have got almost any other receiver. But this is what I'm saying to y'all, though. Why would I Why would I get rid of superstar X-Factor players, bro? Like Alexander might be a star after one after the season. He might he might regress down to a star yeah, you, and how, he like high eighty. Okay. He's twenty nine or thirty. Bro, he bro, y'all are tripping. Alvin Kamara's twenty eight years old, bro. And the fuck is y'all talking about? Debo yeah, Samuel he's fine, bro. twenty he's twenty seven, bro. He's a Even, listen. He's a he's a running back who is primarily a pass catcher and he has satellite he has route uh running back apprentice, and he has uh whatever the fuck that other ability is the where he's a mismatch mismatch nightmare. Like uh, yeah. there's only one guy like that in the fucking league, bro. And I got him on my team, Debo Samuel. Yeah, act like Debo is not a fucking 
superstar wide receiver, bro. Like, there's not that many the thing. I did the same exact thing you did, and I don't get – no one said a word about it. I traded my picks this year and next year for um, superstars. I got Chris Jones and Trevor Lawrence and Makai Beckton, whatever I did. But no one says a word to me about it. Why are they saying it to you? What's the difference? Because because no one expects anything from you. What do we expect, expect from you? Um, I'm expect not even getting into this rabbit hole. They expect me to, to they expect me to back up all the shit that I talk. And so because I talk so much shit, they like, damn drama, we don't know if you're gonna be able to back up all that shit you're talking with these players you got. And I'm like, why the fuck not? Since I've been in PML, teams don't make me go do a history uh thing with y'all, but y'all know the teams that I've had. I never had uh you know what I'm saying, a balanced team. Last year, they gave me a lot of firepower on offense, but the defense was some shit. You know what I'm saying? But I feel like now, with what I was able to put together here, I had a firepower on offense. I got balance on defense. And so I'm excited about what I'm going to be able to do with this squad. Like I, said, I like the moves. You just got to win. Yeah, I, yeah, would, I, would, I, yeah, yeah. I would love to see it work if you can make and, it work. But if you bro, don't work, be on your ass. The slot o is one of my favorite abilities in the game. It's it's, it's uh, especially with man coverage the way it is. Slot o is everybody everybody goes fucking cover zero man up all the fucking time, bro. And you could just destroy that shit with slot o Yeah, I was thinking, That's why didn't Ant use that shit? <laughs> Ant doesn't know Ant how to is use it. Ant is a fucking bum. That's what I'm saying. Like <laughs> I took guys who didn't know how to use them. I'm sure I, I, didn't, I didn't get to watch any of the games that uh. My man Burn played last year, but I'm sure Burn was not utilizing these pieces the way he was supposed to. Like, why the fuck would he trade Michael Thomas? You know what I'm saying? But like, it's just a lot of shit bro, that people do don't make any sense, bro. bro. He was supposed to be but in Arizona right now. It was now. a youth movement in New Orleans. But me knowing, me knowing how the game is being played and knowing how everybody is doing the cover zero shit, I knew that Brandon Cooks and, o- and o- Odell Beckham wouldn't be enough. You know what I'm saying? So I went ahead and I got me another weapon to add to that. And I got Alvin Kamara out the backfield. Like, what the fuck is they about to do for real? Are you going to come out and dime a nickel to try to cover everybody? Are you going to come out in, in a 4-3 and just get and, – and let me spread you out and just throw the ball down your throat? Like, I want, I'm anxious to see what my opponent is going to do tonight. Looking at his roster, looking at the secondary, and then looking at all these pieces that I got. It's about to be a problem, bro. Yeah, problem for you. Is uh, Will Levis going to start tonight? <laughs> so, no, he's not. He's riding with Drew Lockheed. He said he's trying to with Drew Lock. Any longest time yet. Slow your roll. Slow your roll. Lock over Levis? That's crazy. That's crazy. I got a question, bro. Did anybody watch this guy's games last year? No. Jay Clutch? No, I don't remember any of his games. No, I don't. Jay Clutch wasn't in the league last year. Yeah, no, no, I'm talking about I'm talking about last season when he came in last season. Yeah, no, he came in at the okay. end. I think he actually, at the very I think end he did pretty decent at the end too. He, he, I think he, he beat HD like, and then and then um played someone. He played two games. He beat HD and then lost to the next the next game. Oh, actually, he beat Bro. the computer. He beat HD. Yeah. And- he he Something got else. his he got his fucking brains beat in by Cookie Boy, bro. I sat here and watched the film last night, and the shit was it was fucking hilarious to me. But um, yeah, he's bringing out um, he he bringing out the boy uh, Locke, and he's guaranteed a W. So we're gonna see. So I, I wanted we're to ask see. you a question. So how many trades did you end up making? Like, what was the final number on that? Do you know? 
I think it was a total of four trades. It was four trades. Involved involved players. Um, there was four that involved players. It was five. Yeah. It was six total, but it was four that involved players. And then the other two didn't involve any players. So yeah. uh, the way it's mapped out, I think it's uh, the first one's free. So you got negative 10, negative 20, and uh, then you get negative. So you got negative 40 points from that, and then you get negative 40 points from not having four draft picks. So mm-hmm. right now you're negative 80 points in a hole. It's not mm-hmm. as bad. It's not I'm as saying, bad. I'm I just don't thing. think you'll – yeah, I don't think you'll ever – I just don't think you'll ever get um, – out of it where you can start dumping in some content points into players, but you got win now players anyway. So why you wouldn't even have to dump content points into any player. But I'm saying though, like y'all don't think I could make this shit up in two real life weeks time with all of the shit that I could do for PML. I I'll see it. I, I know you got to be hard at all for me to. It's not about to be hard at all for me to make up 80 points, bro. It's not about to be bad. I made up 10 this morning in two hours. Two, two, in, two real life weeks results oh. into like week 18 before your ARs get. <laughs> get Y'all just remind me, like, now that I don't do content, how broke I am, bro. I ain't have 80 points all cycle. So, like, <laughs> knock it out two weeks is crazy. But if, so, like, um, if you win, it really don't matter. When you get out of it, if you win it, he, he got all yeah. season, right? You got all season to get out of it, right? Before yeah. the started, yeah. So, yeah. Uh, uh, Q, this is a question for you and Deloitte as well, because you're both commissioners. You know that. Like, so, is it negative twenty per pick you don't have in that situation? Yeah. Since they both only had yeah. two picks, it's yeah, negative pick. twenty, negative. Okay. Yeah. All right. So, if you had no picks, it's negative uh, fucking eighty. Negative so eighty. Just I, had, I had these picks and I traded them to go to sleep. Because I wasn't feeling well, I didn't know this was a rule. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, hey, listen, um, hey, I didn't. Yeah. I thought the I thought the rule was going into the draft. You had to have four picks. I didn't know that you needed to take four players off the board. If I had known that, I would have traded the fucking picks that I had. I traded for you know, what I'm saying for future picks and shit. Yeah. That, yeah. How did that? How did that make sense though? What you just? <laughs> Why would you have to go in with four and I leave with four? <laughs> I mean, I don't know, bro. I don't Just know. so you show up at the door, I, I guess. I feel, I, feel, I, I kind of see it a little bit, but nah. Just so, just so, so you're independent or participating. Yeah. When I went into the draft, I was on the opposite end. I was like, I got to make sure I don't have too many picks, but there's only a cap for first round picks. You can't have more than three. And I was just scrolling down Nest picks. I was like, yo, what the fuck, bro? <laughs> hey, like like drama, like drama. We have picked two, but like drama, we need we needed more more players than we needed that one player, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. So we traded out, we got two picks, and we were able to get more players, and I think it worked out to the benefit of the team. Um but you know, uh, enough about drama. Um, DDT did come out speaking about the draft. A lot of uh, interesting stuff. We had yes, two X Factors. We had two X Factors, 17, 17 superstars, which is pretty high. Uh, and then we, I don't know how many stars, nobody really cares. Um, how did y'all do in the draft? Uh, Deloitte, I'll start with you. How did you do good. in the draft? 
I had uh, my first two picks were superstars. Um, my first and second round picks were both superstars. Um, the ability, yeah, yeah, they both got mid uh, abilities, but that's to be expected. I think Zach Harrison, um, who was hurt, he got hurt in the last preseason game, so he hasn't played yet. He'll play next week. Um, but he got unfakeable at the end. Um, and then um, Voorhees, my left guard, the 96 strength left guard I got, he has unfakeable. I hate you. I, I can't. So the guy I wanted got picked one pick ahead of me. So really, uh, blame the Eagles. Because like then I went into like panic mode because I had to reach a little bit. So I was like, let me just grab him because I was already set. And then Willis went, what, three picks before me, too. So, like, a lot of stuff happened for me to get him, but it was a great pick. Um, yeah, and then he, he had, like, unspun, which is stupid. Like, what defensive tackle was spinning? I don't know. But, you know, if you try it, you know, that shit locked down, you know. <laughs> that shit locked down if you do try to spin. Um, but other than that, I, that solid. both my running backs were stars. You know, that's nothing crazy. But maybe they have a breakout game in the future. Who knows? Um. So I was I was pretty happy with my with my draft overall. So I'm cool with DDT. Yeah, and uh, those guys pretty much address the positions you need, right? Correct. Oh, for sure. It was a responsible draft for me. Like I just try to stay focused and and get you know position the needs and filter out the old because you know the Cardinals are old as fuck. So it was more so like filter out um the old guys and bring in new guys and and you know build for. You know the future, so we have the opposite game plan of like drama. Might just like let's let's get ready for like the future. <laughs> so, Deloid, how how sad? Now looking at it at a wider view, how sad is it that Ant Dog still ended up in last place when you had negative fifty hours of free time this whole season? Negative fifty hours. Where does that number come from? Deloid, how, I just wanted to ask, how sad is it looking at that, that you barely could play the game and still was third in the division and not last? I, Wait, uh, I honestly, I, I really don't know what happened last like, like last season. Because uh, I was like, what, one in seven <laughs> or something crazy, bro? And I don't know. I was just... I would just run and play books, bro. So I, I, don't, I don't really know what happened towards the, the end of the season on his, on his end. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know what happened towards the end of the season on his end. I mean, I know for me it didn't help, you know, my draft status. I think I went from like pick two to pick twelve for no reason. Uh, so <laughs> yeah, I don't know what happened, bro. I I can't tell you. But we, uh, when we played, it was a good game. When we actually played, it was a good game. So there you go. Um, moving on, uh, uh, A Rod. Looking at your son, somewhat of a draft. How do you how do you Someone. feel about it? And when you what were the two players you picked? Is he yeah? As we saw, what were the two I, players you picked? And did they get anything for you? Who were the two players in my draft class? Um, <laughs> yeah, as we spoke about, I had two picks. So honestly, the plan was to try to grab first round, maybe second round talent, guys that maybe were passed up because of combines and things like that. Um, the third round pick I took with, uh, what's his name? Garvin, the DT, very raw, 67 overall. Uh, yeah. Garvin Dexter. Or something. What was that? Yeah. Garvin like Dexter. That. Junior. Garvin. Senior. Whatever. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. 
So he came out very raw. Um, I didn't think he'd be that low based on all his um his combine and all that. But um, he had eight DDT points. It turned out, and he got superstar. However, I can't put no content into him. He's only a sixty-seven, so we will not see his abilities for maybe a season or two. And then when you get your first ability, it's going to suck. Yeah, probably. More than <laughs> it's going to suck. So I'm yeah, I didn't send him to get rerolls, but I don't think it will happen. He didn't go to camp because I didn't see this coming. I can't put actually good into him, and I really can't start him right now with his with his uh his ratings with that D line I already have in place. So I'm tough spot with him, but I'll take it. Uh, he'll be a project. That's, yeah, that's another guy I had on my board. Uh, somebody that won uh, some awards. So it was all American stuff like that. So he took a shot, and you you were able to hit on it. Um, and uh, what was the other guy? Oh, Riley Moss. Riley Moss. Yeah, I took Riley Moss. Yeah. Um, he was a projected first, so, you know, he was still around in the fourth. I couldn't pass it up. You know, then a cornerback, so I took a shot with it. He's not bad. He's a 70, it was a really deep overall draft. Overall, yeah, it was a really deep draft. Yeah, it corner. Was. Besides Ringo, Ringo was the obvious number one based on overalls. I think and, he was and Eli Ricks. We, we know he was the number one guy. Obviously. Yeah, I can't yeah, wait to get into I that one. It. We'll we'll get into that soon enough. But uh, Q, how about you? How do you feel about your draft? This is the actual first draft that you took. Not not the first draft you participated in, but the first draft you took serious, correct? Well, Q DM me. He's like, how, how do I draft? How do I select a player? <laughs> uh, no, I think it went uh, well. Of course, we didn't get the QB we wanted. Uh, but we did get the best player in the draft outside of QB. So I guess that's mm-hmm. a success. Uh, we filled some holes. We didn't have a running back. Uh, so we got Blake Corum. He got star. Uh, we got Jordan Battle. Uh, he's going to play sub linebacker and strong safety. He got star as well. Uh, and then, of course, Will Anderson Jr., uh, superstar, left, ta- uh, left outside linebacker. Uh, he can play sub linebacker, linebacker, fucking edge rusher, fucking safety if he wanted to. Like he this is man. You was talking about putting that man at a three four DN. Almost lost my shit, bro. I was like, you better not fuck up. <laughs> well, I, put him, I put I put I put him at DN. Yeah, yeah in the yeah. four three, bro. This man wanted a three four <laughs> DN. That's an elaborate fucking D tackle, bro. <laughs> 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 Going to waste uh, that man at D tackle. It's ridiculous. Uh. But he got he got reach elite uh, as one of his abilities. So I don't know. Oh, hey, that's what I'm talking about, bro. Ain't no. nobody running past him on the side. <laughs> that's what I said. So like, uh, it wasn't the edge rush ability, but maybe his second one will be. He does get another one at 85. Well, he's at ability stuff, bro. Oh, yeah, he's so, gonna yeah, get there in like a couple weeks. I want. Uh, I will about- ask you too, because now that everything's said and done, and regarding our trade talks. Was it? Do you prefer sticking with where you stayed? Because I know we talked about it, and I was like, "Bro, just draft uh, Anderson at this point." Yeah, I think, how you still knowing everything? Yeah, I think I'm happy with that. Uh, where I stand, just because as much as I would have gave up just for a QB, like even though it's super important, uh, I mean it's still next draft. Like I don't think it's like time to say, "Oh, we gotta, we gotta do it right now." I think yeah. you know we still got enough pieces where we can be dangerous. Uh, we just got to be uh, solid on defense and control the ball on offense. Uh, so maybe it changes the game plan a little bit, but 
it definitely but makes it look more doable. Upgrading you got a once, once in the cycle player, bro. Like it ain't a lot of eighty threes or eighty four, whatever he was getting drafted. So <laughs> at pick four, like just fall into you. You know what I mean? So yeah, it's yeah. gonna be fun. So and, um, and yes, Neff, that means I'm zero for two on Will Anderson. Both cycles I missed that on the yeah, that's, that's messed up, and that <laughs> seems to be your favorite player, even though he didn't go to Kentucky. Kind of, it's kind of. Kind of sleazy, you're cheating on Kentucky, but I won't mention that. Um, Wimmy, how about you? How do you feel about your draft? If you're still, if you're with us, I know you had to step away for a second. So, Wimmy, with us, I, I'll assume. Um, drama, you, you had two picks. What did you, what did you pick with those two picks? How did you feel about it? I hit on both of my picks. Uh, Troy died running back out of, uh, out of USC as a superstar, and then I had um, man, uh, Big D- Byron, D- huh? Big Byron, Big Byron, yeah, Big Byron Jones, Byron Jones from uh, Alabama. He ended up with a star development. So you know, what I'm saying both of those guys did their thing, man. And um, I'm gonna get some content points in the die before the season is over, and hopefully. Like I said, I'm not. Like I'm saying the future's looking good, man. Because you know, we we still got a uh, Pierce. We got die on making his way up, so uh, we excited, man. And shout out to JT. I know you're listening, man. JT watched that Big Byron highlight tape. And he was like, you know what? I he think he's gonna be it. like a seventy something overall. We gonna make him a star. We <laughs> 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 gonna make him a star. I like the way he's eating these blocks right, right. here. Yeah, so. he just eat up blocks, bro. He just out there eating up, setting the line and eating up blocks. I love it. That's He's all a real he had to do. When that man laid on the ground in the middle of the game, he's like, yeah, bro, he got to be a star. Hey, it could have been worse. He could have just had an interview that, he, that for highlights. He could have just had the interview. Oh, yeah, nah, the interview gets you a 50 overall, bro. We ain't doing that. <laughs> um, if I forgetting anybody before I go into my draft class, Wemmy is the yeah, only other person. Yeah, Wimmy's the only other person that doesn't seem like he's here right now. So, uh, my draft class, uh, we had 12 picks total. Uh, we hit on six of them, so we were 50%. Uh, we got a couple uh, star offensive linemen. Um, we're happy to get that. That means one of the, the offensive linemen that I currently have become expendable. Um, we hit on uh, the defensive tackle, 6'7", 288, so we're, we're happy there. We get two superstars. One is uh, our first pick, which was uh, Ringo, at number seven. We got him at number seven. We get a superstar there, and then we get a superstar uh, from our next pick in that round, Michael Mayer, at 18. So we get two superstars, and then we get a superstar X-Factor from the second round, pick 52 Ooh. with Eli Ritz. So we were happy with our draft. Uh, like like I said before, we needed a lot of pieces, and it, it worked out in, in the benefit. What's, what, what I found funny is I was able to get Eli Ricks and Ringo on the same team when last cycle they were like the top two corners yeah. taken at first. So yeah, they, they were both- like we talked before the draft, so I know you have like your draft board in general. Did you project Ricks to like have any type of ability, or was that just a – Oh, I just like oh, him. Like so he was he was one of the guys highlighted. He was one. So guys. it was it was between him, him and Cameron Brown, who also ended up being real solid as well. Uh, I think he ended up getting star, but it was between those two. They kind of had roughly around the same amount of points. You know, at the end of the day, it's still a crapshoot. But if yeah, you're oh, not oh, kind of understand, yeah, if you know kind of understand where the points are, you could kind of make a 
a choice, but in a, especially in the later rounds, of between one guy and the other. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And unless it's a top five talent, because Butte was taken at four. Now, I had Jackson Smith and Jigma as the better wide receiver, but you kind of like Butte is just a, a good talent that you kind of like. It's it's tough to you know make the decision. Yeah. But um, you know, we're happy about a draft class. Now, the one thing about the draft, and it makes me sit back and think, like, why not take the drama route? We get all these nice rookies with uh, abilities, and every single rookie based on position group gets the same ability. Recuperation, second wind. Um, t- uh, uh, two tight ends got second wind, Eric Gilbert and uh, Michael Mayer. That was a well-positioned draft. Nobody get tired, bro. Yeah, yeah, it's all everybody got the same ability, same kind of crap abilities based on position. Now, JT saw that coming in August. Um, do we do we try to submit a rule at the end of the season that you're allowed at least one with rookies I, only? With rookies I only. used to say no, bro, but like how the rookies and the how, like, I didn't know it was gonna be like this, like how, like, yeah. shitty, like, just <laughs> for every like that. It it benefits you at this point, really, to draft a star. Yeah, it really I does. I mean, like, it really benefits you to draft a star. So, like, in order to, like, to make it worth something, I think you do have to have something. Just because it is so, like, bad. <laughs> but okay, that's how the but, game works. So, like, if I would have put Will Anderson in, like, uh, a training camp that boosted his finesse move to 85. Would he have had a better chance to get a pass rush ability when he got his death? No, not until he, it, I don't think until he reached that 85, right? So he reaches 85 overall. Because, that's kind the of other crazy. abilities are blocked. Oh, like certain so abilities are blocked. Well, he could still get one. It's like, I don't know. Every position has different like blocks. Like you can't get this until. You know, your speed rush is over 85. You know what I mean? Or you can't get this until this is there. But typically, like, your entry-level shit, like your recuperations and second wins and all that shit, like, that's like, oh, 75. Yeah, you you got it, bro. (laughs) You can have it. (laughs) So um, do you think we should, uh, you know, the offseason, we should have a rule in place or try to submit a rule that rookies in general, just rookies in general, if you get a dev in season, not really – you know, that guy was, wasn't a superstar, but just rookies in general. Because at this point, you're looking at it, you might as well just be do what drama did and get players through your picks because they're going to have better abilities. Yeah. Or, like, I mean, it might be too much. I'm like, you could even do a system where, like, if you just don't want to abuse it, you could just, like, not get any abilities until you are an 85 and then go from there. <laughs> you know what I mean? So... I don't know. I think there's some other ways. I see JT said he don't mind it that much. I just feel like it. I get it, but like because the pool JT of like the abilities you get, you're gonna have everybody with the same shit because it's so small. Yeah, so like everybody's gonna have water. the same five. Yeah, everybody's gonna have the same five abilities, like automatically, and then that kind of also defeats the purpose too. So. I, I mean, we'll see. We'll see. I don't know if we're going to have off-season meetings. I don't know when's the last time we did. Um, if we do, then, you know, that's something we could potentially submit. Um, because I do – it's not – like, if I got recuperation and then the next guy got something and I, I just had the shit luck, then that's a different story. But if everybody's getting the same ability, there's obviously just something wrong with the game itself. 
And that's just how I view it. And if I, if I could, now I think in situations like that, I think we need to, you know, kind of really cut through some of the bureaucracy and the red tape and just do the the no brainer thing of just allowing everybody to get to get a re roll. Like, how difficult would it be to just allow everyone who has a guy who's a superstar, who's a rookie, to just get a random re roll? Because obviously, what the game is doing is not random. The game isn't just dishing out guys you know, abilities based on their stats or based on, you know, the attributes. They're just, okay, if you're the uh, right outside linebacker, you get this. If you're, like, that's just goofy, bro. I think that defeats the whole purpose of guys even being superstars. Like, it really takes away from the purpose of all of the in-depth analysis and the simulation that we're doing with college football. If the game, if the game is broken, this is going to decide that everybody just gets the same abilities. Like, what the fuck are we really doing, bro? At that's this it. point, you can't tell me you're not better off just getting a star. Get a star yeah, ball I, with him I, and get something in the season, bro. Like yeah, that, that, that like, that's the better move. Or lose your shit. Like you might as well lose your ability and hope you gain it back. I think yeah, it's stupid, bro. Right. I think it's very stupid, bro. To to or even, to even have it to even have it be a discussion, I think it's very stupid that we don't just re-roll these cats, bro. I think that's ridiculous. I'm, I mean, I, I'm glad that, you know, my guy ha- isn't rated high enough to have any abilities, but I would be raising hell right now. If I had Will Anderson or if I had uh, uh, Tommy Mayer or one of them guys who got a position where the attributes, where the, the damn um, abilities could actually make him – a worthy type of player, and I get some goofy shit like second win, bro. I'm raising hell, bro. I'm mad as shit. I don't know how y'all do it, bro. See, you know, I, I'm usually a guy like I, I, I'm like JT, like you get what you get, and but when it doesn't make, not that it doesn't make sense for the guy, it's but when it doesn't bro. make sense where everybody. Yeah, well, if the system ain't broke, then it's cool. Like, you, it's a yeah. crapshoot. It's, it's, it's legit a crapshoot. You get lucky, you get lucky. If you don't, you don't. But now the system's broke, and you're just getting what the system allows at that point. Like, you're not because, even getting something because that... Because our flat. system is, is still a little bit different than, like, just the... Because you got to remember, we're using the game's mechanics while also, at the same time, not using the game's mechanics, right? Because yeah. we have XP yeah. all the way down. We have our own draft classes. We have yeah. our own, like, content that's going into upgrading these certain players, right? So we're not fully using the the game system, right? Because the game is giving you 80 overall rookies and stuff like that in the regular generated class. When you get when you draft a guy, you're not even getting his abilities until, what, 500 snaps? So you have chances to use XP, all that stuff throughout the yeah. season. So by the time he does get, right, like, he does get an ability and he's a superstar, he's already an 80, 80-something overall. When, when he does, you know, get that opportunity. Yeah. So we're we're using the system that is made for Madden, but we're also not using that system <laughs> that's made for if Madden. I could, if so I it's could. kind of a weird combo. If mm-hmm. I could, I would even go this far for, you know what I'm saying? And it's something that I would do, I would do for the league, right? I will go to, you know, uh, randomchoice.com, and fucking take a player's name and then put on the wheel all the possible uh, abilities that he could get. And I'll just click the random button and we'll just let it decide what ability that player gets. And then we'll just solve it that way. I'll do it for all the rookies who got Superstar and X Factor. I'll put their name in on the randomizer. I'll put all of the different abilities they can get. And I'll live stream me pressing the button and they're doing random. And then everybody will just get a new ability. Like, 
to, to and then it's, this is something that JT knew about and didn't say anything, and he's just gonna let it slide. Like that's goofy, bro. Like, why aren't y'all raising hell about this shit, bro? Like, that's something he should have told us earlier in the season. Like, all right, y'all, everybody gonna get a free I mean, all everybody gonna get the rookies, but they're gonna depending on what position they play, they're all gonna get the same abilities. Like, I would have raised hell, bro. That shit just sounds very stupid. And for you to be stuck with, you mean, guys invested actual draft capital into these players and for abilities to matter in this game the way they do, for us to just have abilities that don't matter because because Madden is broken and the devs were too lazy to fucking program something, with all of this in-depth shit that we're doing outside of the game, we're just going to be stuck with everybody having the same abilities? That's dumb as shit, bro. That's fucking stupid. That don't make no Sorry. sense, bro. So just chiming in here, I, I just got back. I think like half of it though is just like, like JT's got more important shit going on with the immersion system and everything. Like I get bad abilities suck, but also like, like half of us, or at least I didn't like last year. Like I had one or two ability guys like the whole year, so it's like I don't. I don't really mind it too much because it's kind of leveling the playing field, you know. But like I, I kind of like drama said, if if it, if it was my ability guy and I was getting screwed over, I mean, I'd probably be pissed off. But I mean, it's not, right. so it's like you know. Speaking from somebody who star, speaking from somebody who star player has recuperation the second win from multiple cycles in a row, because you know I, I get that constantly, right. bro. And I was just right. make fun of like, oh, I'm gonna I'm use it. Like I don't really care too much about the ability. Like I'm all for the random. I'm all for like not having like stoop like the star thing. I'm all for, and I was like beating. I'm all for like just getting rid of abilities. Period. Right? Because the point of abilities is supposed to make people stand out. Right, it's supposed to make something change. If everybody has fucking second wind, then bro, well, like at that point, you might as well just get rid of it and just use that as oh, you can upgrade your guy quicker or whatever the case may be. Just because I feel like at this point, like you do the work, you spend the time scouting, you you you're trying to not who could possibly get DDT points, all the other stuff, but you're at inherently like a disadvantage to somebody who gets a star and doesn't get that guy. So like to me, it's just like bro, like at that point you're better off just with a star player and just hoping. Like, star yeah. player is gold, bro. Stars is where it's at. Fuck the superstars. Stars is where it's at. And just ball with that dude, bro. <laughs> when you ball so with that dude, if I get a dub game with a star player and I, I end up getting it, like, <laughs> I'm going to make sure that the game don't save and I, I'm going to take screenshots and be like, yeah, I got it. But don't give it to him until I tell you to give it to him. <laughs> like, just don't, don't yeah. touch him. I mean, I mean, I mean they're so bad. And JT was here. JT, no, like at the, like some of the abilities, like they're bad. Whatever I play, and JT, you, you can vouch for this. I was like, just fuck my ability when we did the. Re I was like, I don't even want it. <laughs> just fuck the ability. So it's not the abilities, like specifically, I'm mad at. You know what I mean? I just think like the system itself is just trash. It just don't make sense. It's like just well, get rid. It's like it, it's broken. So it's either you get rid of it to me. I'm like, you just get rid of the whole thing. Fuck abilities. You know what I mean? Fuck it. Or yeah. you kind of have to understand, like, this is not a game that's working. And we're using a different method on top of that. So if you have a broken feature, I feel it, like it's it's like Madden, bro. If your shit ain't going to work, don't put it in the game. The, <laughs> like, the, that, like that type of thing. The, the, other, the other aspect of it that I think is, like, interesting is that I think there are certain players in this league that when given certain ability 
players or whatever, it, it's almost like so. It, it, it's like they use it as a crutch, and they almost become like worse Madden players because of it. Like like Josh Allen, for example, last year with Bubba. Like Bubba was doing insane shit with Josh Allen, but it was only because he knew he had Josh Allen. And so, like, I remember when he had to switch to Mitch Trubisky, he threw, like, ten picks against Mally or something because he, he wasn't used to it. He, he was so used to the escape artist oh. and the gunslinger, it, it wasn't there. So it's like it almost makes you a worse man player than, like, if you're playing with these shittier quarterbacks that don't have abilities, you can almost play kind of – a more conservative style so I think, that, that plays more to your your strengths. Yeah, and I don't think – like, I'm not going around saying everybody needs to get these the, the top abilities at all. You know what I mean? And what I'm right. saying is broken. I see JT say it's not, it's not broken. What I mean by broken, and you guys can, you know, give me your two cents. I'm not saying, like, the abilities itself are broken. What I'm saying is the system that the game gives you, right, you have to be at certain thresholds to unlock certain certain abilities, right? We our players are not at those thresholds. Our players are not at those thresholds because yeah. we're using our own system. And on top of that, our abilities are not being granted. Like the game, you're not even going to get them until week 11, right? Like when you start playing, like all these things, so you have chance, and you have your, the game XP. We ours is different. So when you get it, you're getting a week one. When you get into week one, our guys are still in the 70s. Like our ability guys are 75, 72, 73s. Like the majority, right? So like 77. So like you're getting the guys that's at the very lower end of the of the spectrum. So when they're getting the abilities, they have a pool. It's still random, but they're having a pool of like five abilities to choose from, which inherently is going to. But that's a 20% chance that everybody's gonna have the same ability. So, like, that's what I mean. Like, at that point, you're getting the exact same thing. And that's what I mean by broken. I'm not talking about the the power of the abilities or the fact that everybody should be able to get the same thing. I'm just saying you're pulling from a very, very small pool of potential abilities. And when you pull yeah. from that, you're better off either getting a star or if you want to keep it the way we have it now, JT, just lower the amount of ability guys out the draft. Like, instead of 17, bro, just give you seven. <laughs> to be like the rest of y'all go earn y'all abilities. Like I feel like even that might be more beneficial. But I oh, just think, I, go ahead. I was gonna say, you, you know, he has. Um, we had the uh, he had that little bot that was doing the random ability. JT whatever uh, around JT. I play a lot of offline, so in my wheelhouse, absolutely. By the time my guys get abilities, bro, but <laughs> like they they over an eighty. You know what I mean? So. Yeah. <laughs> but it also comes down to maybe if you're playing, you know, 12 minutes, 10 minutes, whatever, quarters, maybe it could be different too, right? But I'm just saying, like, from my experience, I just think it's a little bit different, and you do get a little bit more variety off of that. Now, the system itself is still EA's fault. Like, it's still a very it's, uh, it's basic way of doing it. <laughs> I guess when I say broken, I don't mean broke. It's, it's very basic. Yeah. Put no, it that broken. way. Yeah, you can call it broken. broken. <laughs> it, it, it's... I was trying to give him it's, credit, bro. It's dog shit. <laughs> call call a spade a spade. <laughs> like, yeah. So, so I just, you know, know J, JT had his whole, his own system for bad abilities where based on your archetype, it would randomly pick what you got to replace a bad ability, correct? Am I, or am I tripping on that? That's kind of what he had going on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so why can't we just do that? Like, fuck what Madden gives you. Why can't you just do that 
at 85. You could set the percentages. If you want recuperation to be at eight, uh, like 50%, you have more chance of getting that than OP ability, so be it. But Madden doesn't allow you to even have a shot at an OP ability at level 70, at overall mm, 75. You have no chance. No chance. At least with your system, there's a slim chance that you could get lucky. Like right now, there's no chance anybody gets lucky. Everybody's gonna get shit abilities. And but no, you know, who, you know who does have a chance? That fucking star you drafted. And if you ball, and it even takes you two seasons to get a shot. <laughs> you know what I mean? That guy has a shot at it. Let's say you get a, you get superstar at seventy-seven because you know you didn't get him up. You still don't get a lot. But I'm no. not. I'm not arguing that fact. I'm arguing rookies. You're already taking a crap shoot in the draft to try to get ability players. And then when you get ability players, they have a small pool to choose from of what abilities they're going to have. So it's like rookies that get uploaded in Madden, it's not like that. They know they already have a program. This guy's getting that ability. That guy's getting that ability. They don't make the game for custom draft classes. Even the draft classes that they have pre-programmed have abilities based on what they gave. You know what I mean? Like they got creative. I I think it could still be some random to it. But like my thing is like you are draft like. A lot of the draft class, especially now, like, you're going to be 77, 78s, bro. By the time you play three, you know, 11 weeks, 12, 15 weeks in the season, bro, your dude's at 80. You know what I mean? Unless, like, you got the rare guy that just sucked. But for the most part, if he has an ability in the game, your guy's going to be, he's going to be solid. You know what I mean? Like, that's just pretty much how the game kind of, kind of runs. So you have that chance. I'm just saying, like, when you just look at the balance of it, it just benefits you to not have a superstar season one yeah and then just hope he gets in a, a thing yeah two. like that like that that's just the that's just the net net of it like that's the reality of it it is a it is more beneficial to, for you to draft a star than a superstar and i feel like that is kind of counterintuitive to what we're trying to produce right because you're saying oh i'm about to draft a star first but then i'm like oh but that that dude in the third round <laughs> that, that's the guy you needed and i think that that doesn't make a whole lot of sense to me. But it's what we got. So in the day, bro, everybody why, why got second draft? win to recuperation, bro. Y'all better um practice them boys full pads. Um play them <laughs> all over the field. <laughs> I got a recuperation guy. He practices every week. I mean, where do you re- use reach elite on a left outside linebacker? Like where is that beneficial? Hey, ain't nobody running to the outside of you, bro. <sighs> so I guess what? <laughs> All right. right. I don't. So JT says, I think having a superstar development is better. Not with our XP, bro. Like the way our like doing content is don't mean yeah. yeah, Our 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 and then season one, you don't even get superstar. Um, like the lower thing for your XP. So like you're normal. You still need eight thousand XP to upgrade. Yeah, it might go down to six thousand, but you're getting three hundred, five hundred a game. Even as a superstar, so I mean, really, you dev, you dev up in this game from preseason training camp and content. Those are really how you develop. I don't really care how like the other ways, bro. Is very very minuscule. Like you might get one or two upgrades in the season, right? So I think for me, like I rather a hundred percent, without a doubt, draft that star. <laughs> and just ball with the dude, bro. And then as you're doing that, you're adding a you're adding upgrades to him. You're adding upgrades the entire time to them. So then by the time you upgrade that and then you get you do get the dev game, you're better off. Like I'm 
I'm hopefully I get an ability with um, Isaiah Simmons at some point. That man's a star. So by the time he gets an ability, he'll probably have a sure, better know. ability than a, a drafted safety that was that came in as, as a superstar. So that's why I'm like, you're better off with the stars. Yeah, that makes sense. Q in here, like trying yeah, to like, figure out how to run his team. He like he asking all these questions. Like, yeah, like <laughs> trying to figure out. But like Q, Q's don't Q ain't in the argument because he got an ability that's not second win of recuperation. Everybody don't have reach elite, bro. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah like that's any, that's any better. <laughs> you don't count, bro. You don't count. We talk about the people that got the same abilities over and over again. Yeah, that might as well be the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> Reach elite fire, bro. Ain't nobody getting to the outside of you. They try to cut inside. You got that shit locked up too. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Like even like I got some stupid shit. Like what I get unfakeable, and uh, I'm not even talking about me because that's an ability. Like everybody don't everybody don't got unspun, you feel me? Everybody don't got that shit. <laughs> don't nobody want that shit. Hey, hey, uh, bro. Until Aaron Donald trying to spin past your ass, then you're gonna want it. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> have, have we talked about games at all? Just can y'all hear me? Uh can. Yes. Yes, yes. Nah, we ain't talking about right, games. Could, uh, yeah, when yeah we, going to games uh, right now. It seems like I got a bad connection. Um, but um, <laughs> yeah, we can talk about the games real quick. So, how many games were played last? Three or four? I'll pull up five. my man. Five or six. Was it five or six? Uh, I think it was. Yeah. I think it was five. I think it was five games. Yeah, I had five games on mine. So we can just go into the first one. So we. Uh, yeah, yeah, go ahead. Uh, first game, we have the Buffalo Bills traveling to MetLife to play the New York Jets. Uh, the Jets come out on top 38-35, to 35, get a big divisional win over a uh, over the division winner last year, I believe. Statement game. Yeah, I mean, so T-Band, yeah, T-band like, he, he set this up as, like, he, he picked himself a knockout. So he, crazy he was – he's pretty confident going into this game. Man, he, oh, started yeah. out, he started the game out 0-14 after picking himself in knockouts. Yeah, he, he started out slow. I, I remember Fallen uh, came out high. I think he had a couple of defensive touchdowns. Um, and I don't know. I don't know if Josh Allen just wasn't there or what. Like, it, it just seemed like – yeah, I, I said it last night on the prediction show. It's never a good idea whenever you're picking yourself, like, week one, and, like, someone sees it. Like, I feel like you're just lighting a fire under their ass for no reason. The father said it didn't motivate him. He said he read it. I know. <laughs> I saw that. I saw what he said. I, I, I saw what I he said. How, I don't know you don't know that. that. Really you don't know if you're buying it. Yeah. I mean, I, I shit. It was a good game. Uh, I thought Zach Wilson played a lot better than he played last season. Uh, he was making a, a lot of big throws that I didn't even think he could make. If I knew he could play like that, I would have traded Fallen the first round pick for him. But I think Fallen's going to keep hold on to him now if he's passing the ball like that. Um, we did kind of have an issue at the end of the game uh, where T Bandit kind of came in the chat and kind of threw some shots at Fallen's play style. And uh, I think 
in this Madden, you kind of got to throw that out the window. Like, if you don't adjust to what they're doing, I mean, it's a counter there. I, I don't know. It's just like he just stayed in cover three. And <laughs> Fallen did what Fallen does. He played like he always played. Uh, and it just worked in that game. So I don't I didn't see a problem with the way Fallen played. I think Drama said it. He ran the con same concepts. He just ran different plays. So uh, you can't really be mad at that, in my opinion. Yeah, and if how, how, how oh, go ahead, you man. don't know what Fallen is. You don't know what fall, everybody that's played Fallen knows Fallen and Burn play the same fucking way. They're the same. You know you're what you're gonna get every single time. It's not like they change up what they do. So. It's like, why are you even make us? You're just at that point. You're just upset that you lost. Yeah, you could tell he was mad that he lost. <laughs> but you'd be all right. I'm gonna tell y'all hey, what happened. Know, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna tell y'all what happened in that uh Jets Bills game. The Jets saw the state of the league address and said, "You know what? I'm not letting this motherfucker run roughshod over this division. I'm gonna go to war like drama said." And Fallen put his fucking war hat on, and they came out there, and the Jets went to war with the Bills, and they bombed the motherfuckers. That's what happened. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and that's Zach, what they Zach Wilson, four touchdowns, one interception. Josh Allen, three touchdowns, three interceptions. So it looked like that was the difference. It was, it was just the pitch, man. Turnovers. But, and that's what I, the Bills get for writing checks his ass couldn't cash. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but with Josh, but with Josh Allen, he was oh, like, like run to the sideline uh, and then throw his shit and we have that time. And I just, it's hard playing somebody that got a player that can do that in and it's matter. When you can buy them extra seconds, uh, it makes it a lot easier. So once he started doing that, I think it made it a game. It just wasn't enough. Them guys can get open downfield. Yeah. What's the I next agree. game? Uh, next next game is the Jacksonville Jaguars traveling out west to LA to face the Los Angeles Rams and the Jaguars come this, out on top with a dominating win, 44 to 14, start the season 1 and 0 against the previously number 1 seed in the NFC last year. Yeah, yeah, DK boxed up Matt Stafford, six interceptions, 13 for 28. That looked like the game. Also, Travis Etienne, 29 rushing attempts for 123 yards. So, yeah, I mean, this was – Stafford just looked bad this game. I don't know if you all watched this game at all. I caught the second half of it, but it wasn't Stafford looked was I mean, anyone would look bad playing from behind and slinging the ball like that. Yeah, no, I mean, that's two points. Like, he, he was just trying to throw deep balls the entire time. I feel like he was uh, once he got desperation down, early, he was chasing. Yeah. 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 And it just got ugly. Um, I, I mean, think that was his second uh, since the playoffs, then week one. Like, just two terrible offensive performances from DK, and uh, where he just kind of got locked up. So, I don't know if it's the scheme. Or if it's the players he had. I mean, he got some weapons on offense. Cooper Cup, Cam Mike Aker, Thomas. Mike Thomas. Like, I mean, I don't think it's the team. It got to be the scheme at this point. Well, I think I think a part of it hurt him last year was not playing anyone. I looked at his schedule before we played in playoffs, and, like, he just, like, 
it wasn't necessarily his fault. He just didn't play anyone that was really going to challenge him. And I think uh, I think after a playoff loss and after a week one embarrassing loss after this, it's time to kind of wake up to the rest of the league, in my mind, for DK. Yeah. But, yeah, this was, this was a statement one for the Jaguars. Uh, he gets his, his wide receiver. You know, he, he heard some stuff about, you know, what were those moves? Was that were, were the picks worth DJ Moore? He gets his wide receiver. He put he wins in a dominating fashion. I don't even think DJ Moore was a focal oh, it was point. A, it was his defense. It was his defense, and it was uh, ETN and e- I saw Christian Kirk getting loose. So, um, yeah. we'll see what happens with the Jaguars. But they they made good moves and uh, already a dominating win against a playoff team. Yep. All right, next game, we have the Pittsburgh Steelers traveling to Arizona to play the Cardinals. Steelers 3, Cardinals 41. Uh, now, real, Lawrence, quick, real quick about this game, I want to ask A-Rod before I forget. Um, yeah. with, the, with the acquisition of I, uh, Isaiah Simmons on your offense, do you think it opened up a lot more stuff for you offensively? I think it connected well with Trevor Lawrence. You know, the two had three connections with touchdowns. <laughs> <laughs> he took the he took the line share the receptions of the, the Pittsburgh other receivers a little upset, but um no this this was actually a really good game until like he hit um would you hit a verticals over my cover two when it was three three and um yeah, yeah I remember that. three I think before half or something and I knew I made that mistake I knew not to go in cover two versus him and he beat it um I fumbled on the opening drive the first play of the game. So that, that right there sent me back um, on a bubble screen. Um, right in the second quarter, same exact thing, fumbled with the receiver. So, you know, I was playing against those two fumbles. Um, so what was a close game going into half, you know, you know, I had to turn it up another level, play from behind. And Isaiah Simmons stepped up. And, uh, yeah, that, guy, that guy's a problem, especially the sub linebacker, 6'4". Uh, I felt bad for whoever's uh, playing him twice a year. So I felt like I felt like you had a lot more time in the pocket than you had last year since you uh, got the tackle. Yeah, but my three, three, my three best linemen went down the whole game. Beckton, uh, um, Daniels. Yeah, they were they were all three of them were out the game. So I was with the the sixties. But um, <laughs> Lawrence, Lawrence, Lawrence looked alright the first half. He was protecting the ball. The sixties. Don't want to call my trash lineman, bro. I'm with the sixties out here, bro. The sixties, yeah. <laughs> 60 unit. <laughs> but yeah, it got, it got away. It got away the second half and uh, started putting the ball in the air, which we weren't doing the first half. We were protecting the ball, a lot of under routes underneath. And uh, Lawrence threw no interceptions the first quarter, half. And the second half, he just playing from behind is not as a dangerous game as Madden. And everyone knows that. Yeah. Yeah. It was, like I said, it was a closer game until that third quarter. Like, once that pick six happened and the game opened up, then uh, A-Rod had to go into, like, attack mode and start, you know, putting the ball down the field. And that's when um, mistakes kind of happened. And it just You had that you know, uh, that fourth down conversion, too, which really let the life out of me with um... – Fitzpatrick <laughs> was Rondell on Moore. Blue. Hey, but yeah, that's man. Rondell Moore, man. <laughs> the Turner of the year. Fitzpatrick has Turner 81 of the year out there. He went to camp. <laughs> nah, so. But yeah, it was it was a good game. I was enjoying it the first half, but the second half just got yeah. I was happy that uh, Zane Simmons ended up getting those picks later because that uh that screen where he got the pick on the screen, but it was roughing the pass by JJ Watt. I was I was uh-huh. upset. Yeah. 
<laughs> I yeah, was I like, mean, JJ, you the you the future Hall of Famer. <laughs> Don't do this to I, me. Isaiah Simmons, three picks, a forced fumble, and two touchdowns. Looked like he took over that second half. Um, but yeah, and you know what? Neff, he's a star. So when he gets this this upgrade, what's what's the next game, Lemmy? Next game is the Washington Commanders traveling to Seattle. Commanders come out with a big. Uh, win on the road, twenty six to twenty three on a last second, second field goal, field goal right? attempt. Yeah. Yep. Uh, Sam Howell, nineteen twenty four, two eleven, one touchdown, one pick. Stroud in his pro debut had two forty one, one touchdown, two picks. Uh, Gibson ran for twenty three, one fifty three, and a touchdown. Kenneth Walker, eight attempts, thirty three yards. Uh, James Robinson had two attempts so he did not uh so he ran the ball ten times. He he didn't break that rule. Uh but yeah, no, it was a good game. It was a really very defensive game. I think there were like seven field goals kicked in this game. Um so it was kind of one of those like you gotta take your points when you're giving them. Uh made a big mistake before in the half through a pick six to Tariq Woolen that was very poor. I mean, I watched, yeah, I watched I that, was, and Woolen was running. I was, I was kicking myself. I was kicking myself. Um, we were able to respond in the second half. Came out with a good drive, able to tie the game up with a, a touchdown, and then yeah, it was just really about winning the game and escaping. That it's that's all that mattered to us. And besides that one mistake, Hal played pretty well. Um, yeah, I was I was very happy with them. Uh, didn't didn't try to win the game necessarily, but well, wasn't trying to necessarily win or lose the game, but just managing the clock and uh, the pace. Um, you got job done, so we'll take it. One and zero. I'll win, especially against Z. Um, and uh, you know, watch the game that that, that was almost a break, uh, back breaking pick, but you were able to maintain your focus. And, uh, you did a hell of a job to come out with the win. Um, the last game was the Chargers, and I assume he beat the Browns. Uh, HD had me mad at the beginning, but it looked like he was able to focus up and win. I'm just yeah. talking about short. Yeah. Awesome. Deshaun threw three picks in that game, and then uh, it looked like Chubb had a hell of a game. Probably should have received more than 11 attempts, but Chubb had 11 carries for 188 and two touchdowns. He was he was he, he was averaging almost like 15 to 16 yards a carry. It's going to be the same old age. And then Vet tried to throw it. <laughs> and then Vet tried to throw it. It didn't work. I mean, <laughs> Eckler, I mean, Eckler had 18 for 137, too. So, I mean, you know, both teams had successful games on the, the ground. Um, it, it looked like it just – I think those three picks were the difference. So, uh, if I'm looking at it uh, – there was also a fumble recovery, so four turnovers for uh, that. So, yeah, I mean, that's a tough game to win. Um, but, I mean, you know, it's good job on HD for winning it. 
Yeah, you know, I picked HP week one because that just gets gets a random pick out of the way, uh, and I could save the good picks for later. Um, anything anybody want? I wanted to add before we we wrap it up. No, no I'm I'm good. I think it's been a good, good show. So the rest of the teams who haven't played yet. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, welcome, welcome to season two. Welcome to season two. Everybody have a great day, and we'll catch you next time. Happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving.